It's so easy to feel lost in the world today, but it doesn't have to be this way. You can break through the noise of what everyone is telling you to do and lay your foundation for a life of success, purpose, and joy. I'm Caleb Price. As a fellow young adult and certified life coach, I'm sharing exactly how to do this, how to navigate the struggles of adulthood, and how to find yourself. Join me and become the modern young adult you've always wanted to be. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. It is so good to be here. We are back, baby. And by that, I mean we are busy. <laughs> Life is busy again. I, I mean, January is almost done. It's like done and February is here and February is going to soon be done and eventually the Dune 2 movie will be here and I'll be so excited for it. But it, it's just going and it's moving and, and I bet you guys are in the full swing of things and I hope you know, you're know you just taking it all in as much as you can and really making the most of this time that you got left because it's just, you know, it's just going to keep going. It's just going to keep running out. So make the most of the time that you got out there. Go live that amazing life that you have. But in the meantime, while you are here listening to me, let us make the most of our time that we have here. Um, And so we have a great episode lined up. First, I want to tell you um, that if you want real quick to be popular or want to uh, (laughs) do something just really fun, highly recommend doing a PowerPoint party. We just finished one uh, or just did our one recently, like two days ago. And uh, it was the best. It, it was the second time we'd done this, and people, you know, just came to present on random topics that they were either passionate about or wanted to make fun. Someone did like who would die in the Hunger Games and how they would die. Someone did best glow up. Someone did like where does this car rate on the Camry scale and all these kinds of random topics. And it's just a blast. Everyone has a good time. Um, highly recommend it. Um, invite your friends. Create something. Um, it's a good time. But uh, speaking of getting into what we're going to be talking about today is this idea of how do you know if it's working? I say that generally because I want this to apply to anything that you have in mind when it comes to how do I know if like this career is working? How do I know if college is working? How do I know if these goals are even working? But I really want to also tie it specifically, you're centered around a discussion around how do you know if thought work is working? How do you know if what we're doing on this, you know, on this podcast or what are we doing in our lives and our personal self-coaching? How do we know if it's working? How do we know if our mindset's actually changing? How do we know if we're actually becoming more emotionally mature and more emotionally resilient and becoming stronger in these aspects that we want? How do we know if we're actually getting any better at this? Because it can seem so daunting. I was just talking with a friend about this very concept and, you know, she confided with me that, you know, she's been doing all this coaching stuff for a while now and just doesn't feel like it's working. Like, how do I know? Like, is there anything I'm missing or all that kind of stuff? And we had a really good discussion and it really made me want to like focus on this topic, really consider and assess, well, what does it mean to like know that I'm doing better? How could I like you know, like quantitatively like to do something like that? But even more importantly, like just understanding what is that question even getting at. And so that is what we're going to talk about and dive into because I know it'll help you so much if you can wrap your mind around that thought because our brain likes to 
I think, seed this idea that something has to be working, otherwise we shouldn't be doing it. Like that's kind of what's begging understanding in that question is this idea that like, how do we know if it's working? Well, it's not working, therefore we should not do it anymore. <laughs> taking so much energy, it's taking so much discomfort or putting all this effort in and we're not seeing any results from it. So why continue to do it? But first we have to understand what are we actually expecting when it comes to our thought work? What are we actually expecting when it comes to the change that we want when, with these goals that we have in mind? What is it? Is it that we expect that we're never going to struggle anymore? Or that we expect that we're never going to feel anxiety anymore? We're never going to have these reoccurring thoughts that come up? Because if that's the case, it might not be that way ever, honestly. I agree 100% and we're going to talk about it that like there are thoughts that you can really work on that like you can also like you know get out of your system so to speak you can clean that out of your mind you can really work hard and rehearse and change your mindset but also you're a human being you are going to have thoughts that come up again and again i guarantee that part of our human nature part of our brain really and how the chemistry works is going to always tell us hey you're not good enough it's always going to want to compare to something and say, hey, you should be like that. You should be better like that. You should be more safe and like secure in that way. Assert yourself in this sort of way. Like, It's always going to have something like that. What I really want to get at is this idea that sometimes we confuse the idea of coaching as this idea of let me like exterminate a problem, sort of like with a pest, basically. Like we notice something like, ah, oh, there's like a cockroach in my room or whatever. Gotta get rid of it. Let me get the bug spray, kill it. It's gone. But it's not about that. It's about forming a relationship with yourself and with your brain in a way that you become the sort of person that you want to be building this relationship with this part of your brain by accepting it as it is. The metaphor that I love the most and that I love to share with people and you've heard before is that your brain is like a toddler. It is a toddler at the end of the day. And like it doesn't know any better. It will do all sorts of things like in terms of the desired behavior that you want, like you don't want your toddler to cry or make a mess or have a fuss or whatever. Like we don't like that, but also at the same time, we understand because it's a baby, meaning that it's learning and it's growing. It doesn't fully comprehend these things. It has to grow up and the same has to happen with your brain. It's not going to do us any good to shame ourselves, to tell ourselves that we should be, should be farther along than we are, that we shouldn't be struggling, that this should all be over, that we should have already reached a destination when in fact, that's not the point. The point is the journey is the growth along the way, is in your becoming. One of the greatest examples that I find is, is actually in a movie, you know, Soul, uh, Pixar animated film about this um, musician who's like pursuing his dream. He has this sort of like uh, death experience as a soul and like wanting to live again because his whole dream is like, I want to play in like a jazz band and like improvise. And right now he's just been working at the school to make his way there. And he just knows that if once he finally gets there, like he will make it and he'll feel so good about life. And he gets there and he feels the same. I mean, it was good. It was great. Like he loved it. But at the same time, he's like, oh, like, 
it's not actually better here. Like this destination was not the end because it's the whole point of life was all of it, all of the good things, even, you know, the t- class that he was teaching, but also just experience the whole, you know, ups and downs of life that it was, it was always for him. And so like, though we want our personal relationship with ourselves to be better in order for us to actually get a grasp and actually have it work in a sense is to accept it as it is, love it as it is and take it with us on a journey. Take the toddler with you in the car ride and say, we're going somewhere, even though you're not in the right state necessarily to be there because we're going to grow up together and we're going to make something of this life together, just as you are. Be exactly the toddler you're supposed to be. I'm going to do my best and continue to like help you grow up and train you in a sense. But at the same time, like you're sometimes going to be a toddler and, and do things that I don't like. But at the same time, I love you. You're my brain. You're, you know, you're me at the end of the day. And, and so like it, it's all together. I don't know. What I'm trying to get at this is that like we are growing up with ourselves. And so like expecting us to be different all of a sudden. One, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like this sort of work really needs to be ingrained in us and it takes time in becoming. But also the goal is not to get somewhere. The goal is to become good and accepting and loving where you are so that you then experience transformation. But I will say that it is important to assess the progress that you're making at certain stages. If you feel like you have been doing what you've been doing for a while, sticking with it in a career, um, you know, being in a college major for a while now, or being in a dating relationship, and you ask this question, is it working? That is a good question to ask. Our brain a lot of times takes advantage of that and likes to feed us the evidence it is not. Because whatever we are pursuing is always going to be probably more hard than the opposite. It's always going to be harder to go to college than to not. It's always going to be harder, at least in the moment, at least denying ourselves instant gratification of staying in a relationship than not. Um so our brain's always going to use that opportunity when we begin to ask just an open, honest question to feed us with negativity, to feed us evidence of the contrary, because our brain is designed to look for the negativity for our own safety, for our own good. Uh, but that sort of fear that leaning into that is not necessarily like the thing that we want. It's not our choice at the end of the day. It's almost something that's inherent to our nature. And we actively have to be the one providing the evidence on the other side of it. Your brain's going to give you tons of evidence of things not working. Oh, you're still thinking this one thought and you shouldn't be thinking that. Or you would be making so much more progress if you didn't feel this anxiety. Like clearly these are all signs that it's not working. I would invite you to really think about how is it working? Like answer the question on the other side. Like how do I know if it's working? Well, how is it working? And how is it not working? To answer those things equally and honestly when it comes to your thought work, when it comes to how dating's going, and and to be honest with yourself about it. But in that honesty, always making sure, am I talking about this factually and what are just thoughts? Thoughts, you know, meaning that they're just sentences, they're opinions that I have. Doesn't mean they're wrong. They might in fact be really right for you. 
They might be exactly the things you're supposed to think about that very thing, you know, when it comes to a relationship or a career or, you know, just how you're feeling about your anxiety and the improvement that you're making with, you know, social situations or whatnot. But I only bring it up because a lot of times our brain likes to play these tricks on us to get us out of things it doesn't want to do in order for us to avoid pain, conserve energy, or seek, you know, instant gratification in another area of our life. Sometimes I even like to play a trick on my brain in a sense and remind myself that if I am coming up with a lot of negativity, a lot of contrary, a lot of things pointing out that makes me feel like I'm not doing good at, let's say, my job, I remind myself that probably means I am good at my job. Because in order to know you're not good at something means that you're kind of good at it. Like in order to realize that you are not the most proficient, the not the most capable at whatever you are good at, it means you have some sort of baseline and understanding to know how much you don't know. Like you are clearly capable and aware that you don't know so much because you've already reached a certain point and have an understanding of how important this thing really is at the end of the day. So this is where like I've heard many people as you know when it comes to parenting moms especially who say like I'm just not a good mom because I do xyz and whatnot but even just having that awareness that you're not a good mom so to speak means you're a good mom because you know what it means to be a good mom is up to everybody and at the same time like your definition sure you're not measuring up in the way that you think But at the same time, you having that awareness of what you think would be a good mom means that you are thinking about what it means to be a good mom and you're putting your focus and effort on that. You're making yourself probably going crazy over it a little bit and the shame is probably not actually helping you get there in this example. But at the same time, you still have that awareness. And so therefore, I like to play that trick on me and say, well, that means I am doing good. Like, You could beat yourself up and say, well, I'm not good at my homework because of X, Y, Z. But at the same time, you knowing those things means that you are good or at least know what is required of it. And and, and instead of the other person who just says like, oh, I'm fine or whatever, and or I am already good, I'm, I'm already taken care of without actually like considering the depth or truly evaluating themselves um, in that aspect of whatever they're talking about. To really take this concept home of how do I know if it's working? How do I know if any of this work is working on me? How do I know if my mindset's actually changing? How do I know if I'm actually becoming? Let's assess it. Let's assess it together. I have some questions that I've kind of come up with that have, for me, that I've used to really notice a difference. For me, when it comes to thought work, the difference truly is in just how I feel about myself ultimately it's always going to kind of come back to that as a core because no matter what you do when it comes to thought work or whatever you're focusing on there's always going to be a setback there's always going to be things outside of your control the one thing that you almost always have control over is how you respond to those things how you get back up so to speak you know when you get you know why do we fall, Bruce? Like, so we can get back up. I mean, quote, quote the dark night for you. Like, like it's all about how do we get back up? And so one of the questions that I ask is like, well, how quickly do you bounce back from your setbacks? 
how quickly do you get back up from a negative slump or when you're feeling down or anxious? Like how, like not that there is like a right way or a wrong way, a right speed or a wrong speed, but it's just assessing for yourself is it quicker than now than it is six months ago? That could easily be a sign. But also, you have to be aware, are you truly feeling your feelings in that case? Are you aware emotionally of where your emotions are within your body? Have you gone down and felt those things? Um, have you cleared those you know, things up? Have you done your spring cleaning when it comes to your mental load? Like, Are there thoughts that you used to think that you no longer think about yourself? Or are there thoughts that you now think that if maybe six months ago or even a year ago, you would never even dream of believing? Like, can you honestly say that like you love yourself? And if not, get curious. Can you say, get, just get curious and be like, huh, like, I wonder why. I wonder why I don't have that feeling for myself. Not that it's bad, not that it's wrong. Not, we don't need to judge ourselves about that, but just to get curious, like, huh, I wonder why. Like, I wonder what's holding me back in that sense because I think that's something I want, maybe. Or maybe it's not something entirely that I want, but where is the next step in that journey? And, and so these are the kinds of questions like that I love to ask myself. Like, do I really believe I'm exercising my agency when it comes to my thoughts? And also to recognize that like our progress in all of this is hardly linear at all. It's going to go up and down like a sine wave, hopefully progressing, we hope. But at the same time, like, how can you measure one's progress again over something that is like a lifetime? And so that's why I really love this idea of like, how do I know if thought work is working? Well, it's always working. How do I know if my career is working? It always is. How do I know if dating's working? It always works for you. Because the thing is, it's not those things that are actually working. It's you. And guess what? You've always worked. You've, you're always worth it. You already have everything you need. You already have all that worth. You actually don't need to change a thing about you. And when you recognize that truth about yourself and you let yourself breathe and just sit in a moment and let yourself be, it's amazing because you give yourself so much peace, so much acceptance and love, and then you allow yourself to change in that moment. You allow yourself to grow in that moment, and those things then begin to work for you because at the core of it, you believe it is working because you work, because you are there, because you are always progressing. Even when you are regressing, it is a form of progress in some way or another. It is always in your favor. It doesn't have to work out in anything. Even when you get fired, even when you get rejected, even whatever is going bad, even if you take a big mental blow or you're really depressed or you get super anxious or you know you just have a meltdown or whatever, whatever it is, like there's so many things outside of our control and yet at the same time, we can always choose to believe in ourselves. We can always choose to believe that it's working because I'm going to put effort in and at the same time, even when it quote unquote doesn't look the way that I want it to, I still love the progress and I'm still going to keep on going because I trust myself. I believe myself. I am worth putting this effort in. And to wrap things up, 
I want you to just think about this question. How do I know it's working? How do I know thought work is working? If you've been trying for a while when it comes to your mindset and your emotional and you know health, your relationship with yourself, how you deal with your anxiety, or you could apply it to something specific like, you know, your career or dating, whatnot, and how your feelings about those things and like if you're truly enjoying that or not. Like just ask yourself, do I feel like it's working? If I don't feel like it's working, just get curious about it. Assess it. Maybe try and find the positives as well. Accept all of it because, hey, guess what? Our brain is a toddler, so it's it's not going to like things half the time. And half the time, it's also not going to look the way that we want it to. And that's okay. It's going to be exactly where you need to be. And at the same time, maybe there's some things we could do different. I highly recommend writing out your thoughts, doing some spring cleaning, really refocusing on what kind of belief that you're going to put in yourself just because. Just because you're a human being and just because you're here on earth and just because you're you, what do you believe about yourself? What are you going to do to like maybe be more in tune with your emotions when they come up? How are we going to dive in and feel them more in our body? Like just really ask yourself, like I would also ask yourself the question, okay, like if it's not working, well, what one is working and two, well, what should be different? What should we be different? And if you're honestly reflecting and not rushing, not needing things to be different, but just like open to the idea that I'm good. And at the same time, I would like things to be a little bit different. Something will come. The answer will come and you got to trust yourself that you do know what's best. When it comes to your progress, you can't look at it through the small lens of today or even a couple years ago. You have your whole life ahead of you. And it's all about you. You have to open your eyes a little bit even and really look and see and, and allow yourself to believe that things truly are changing for you in your life. It might not look the way that you want it to, but I promise you, it's always working. That's a thought that I love and I will hopefully always continue to choose to believe. It's always working for me. And guess what? It, it, you know, there's going to be a day where it's not. I, I really remember like I think a month or two ago, I was like, eh, dating is not working for me or this career is not working for me. And then again, I came back out of it. And I find that the more you apply yourself in this work, yes, the more you're going to come back to it. But at the same time, the more also okay and at peace with yourself you are in all of it. You love yourself and you allow yourself to go through it. There's so much less resistance. There's so much less agony about all of it. You feel so much better about yourself amidst the anxiety, which I know sounds impossible, but I promise it's true. I promise all these things are available to you. If you put in the small effort required to apply your thoughts, to go down into your emotions and ask yourself the questions, why am I thinking this? Is this a thought? Is this a fact? So many things that we cover on this podcast. And of course, there's going to be so many nuances and you can't get it all at the same time. That's okay. That's what this life is about. You got so much time ahead of you and I promise it is working. I love you guys. I hope that this has helped you and I hope sincerely that you have a great week and that you apply this into your lives and I will see you next time. 
Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please leave your review, share it with a friend, and don't forget to follow me on my Instagram at Caleb, the college coach for more content that'll inspire you. And if you want to apply the very tools that I talk about directly to your life with a personal touch, sign up for your free 30 minute coaching call with me. Remember, you are good. You are capable and you can have the very life you want. Good luck out there in the real world.